I'm Jessie Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a devotional podcast designed with new moms in mind. It's the end of another season, and I don't just mean the podcast. Because the reason why this is the season two finale is that I will be having our second baby any day now. And in some ways, I feel like this baby's birth will be both a start of something new, but also an end of a mini era in our family. My sweet 18-month-old will no longer be the only child, and we'll be entering into what I heard can be quite a crazy ride, also known as two under two. I really don't know all that is in store for us, but I do know that this is the perfect time to wrap up this podcast for a bit so that I can get my bearings and hopefully come back with fresh new material sometime this summer. Now, I'm sure you're wondering what I'm going to be talking about in this finale, and to be honest, up until a few days ago, I really didn't know myself. I went back and forth between a few ideas, and I might save them for season three, but... I ended up deciding that I just want to share my heart with you ladies, and especially you mamas who are right in the thick of this season of toddlerhood and newborns with me. I've seen so much happen in my life and my family and in my motherhood journey over the past four months. 2018 has been pretty great so far, but not because everything's been perfect, but because the Lord has never left me and he's been doing quite a bit of work in my heart, and I believe that these are things worth sharing. So today I want to walk with you through these past four months, give you a sort of inside scoop, if you will. And my prayer is that by the end of this episode, you are somehow encouraged, inspired, and reminded of the Lord's goodness and his faithfulness for both you and me. Now, I guess the most obvious place to start would be my pregnancy. So as I said before, and I'm sure you've picked up on if you've been following me on Instagram, is that I am at the very end, 38 weeks, And I have to say, this third trimester was a bit of a doozy. A lot of anxiety and nervousness about what's to come, and now I'm just at the point of exhaustion and eagerness to get this baby out of me. To be honest, it took me some time to reach a place of peace about what's coming. I wish I could say that I felt excited about meeting this baby this whole pregnancy, but I wrestled with a lot of fear and doubt about how I might handle this transition. I think one of the best things I've done for myself this past month or so, as far as preparing myself emotionally, has been choosing quality time with family over my usual busyness and productivity. The more I lean into my family, the more I'm reminded of the beauty of bringing babies into this world, how much joy comes from seeing little ones grow and learn, what a gift it is to be a mother, and I was also reminded that I'm not doing this alone because I have an amazing husband loving and caring for these kids with me. I do wish I could have prepared my daughter more for what's coming, but with her being so little still, I know I'm just going to have to trust that I did the best I can and God will take care of the rest and these changes will not destroy her but will maybe just be more challenging. I've been working hard at preparing my marriage for what's to come too, because I remember how hard it was for us the first time, how we struggled to stay connected and intimate, and how it took us a long time to feel like we were husband and wife again. I've been praying a lot over my marriage these past few months, and I've seen God begin to answer these prayers, and some changes have been slowly happening. It encourages me to know that just in the nick of time, we have reconnected, and I'm praying so hard that the fruit we've seen these past few months in our marriage continues on as we welcome and love this new baby. 
In a way, my prayer is the same for soul care for the new mom. 2018 so far has been an amazing season of growth and fruit for me as far as my writing and ministry. Now that I've actually built genuine relationships with some of you women and I've had so many opportunities to pray for you and to see my writing and this podcast be an encouragement, it's not easy to accept that I'm going to have to slow down and maybe even take a step back for some time. But just like in all things, I've been learning how to surrender this to the Lord, and deep down, I know that I can trust Him with what comes next. I have confidence that as I continue to submit soul care for the new mom to Him, He'll keep directing my steps, and He'll either give me the inspiration and the energy and strength to keep going, or He'll give me the peace and wisdom to slow down and take a break. You know, there was once a time in my life when the thought of slowing down was just terrifying to me. But if there's one area I've grown in tremendously since becoming a mom, it's my ability to make those wise choices and sacrifices and accepting what I would have once called unproductivity. These past four months have especially been filled with sacrifices and even more so lately because I've had to slow down and take it easy, not focusing so much on my to-do list or on housework and even my writing. And with the birth of this baby, I know I'll even be putting up some boundaries with the people in my life too, which is something I've once struggled with really badly, but I've become more confident in because I've seen the fruit that can come from it. I started off 2018 with a desire to surround myself with community, in particular the women from my mom's club that I have now been a part of for a year. These women are amazing. And if you want to hear something crazy, listen to this. In my playgroup, five of us ladies all have toddlers under the age of two and are all due with babies in the same month. How crazy is that? And it's not like we planned this out together or had some sort of pregnancy pact. I promise it was nothing creepy like that. I think we were all just enjoying motherhood so much, especially since we had each other to grow with and find support from, and that led to each of us feeling confident about expanding our family. It just coincidentally happened all around the same time. I really clung to these ladies this winter because I wasn't able to go outside or walk at the park every day like I had been since last summer, and that was really hard for me. I'm sure I can speak for a lot of us when I say that the cold in the winter has a way of messing with our emotional health. When I first started realizing that this was happening to me, I worked really hard to push through it and to find joy and peace again, and that meant focusing a lot on Mom's Club for me. So I joined a second play group right at the start of the year, and I began showing up to more events, and I was also meeting one-on-one pretty regularly with a few of the ladies I really connected with. Before I knew it, I was doing something different with these moms almost every day. And I'll tell you, this did eventually wear on me. I'm not an extreme introvert. In fact, I mostly refer to myself as an ambivert because I feel like I easily go either way. But I reached a point where I was just feeling overloaded, just too surrounded by people. I still had friends outside of the club I was trying to keep up with and family who I wanted to keep happy. To tell you the truth, I could not have been more excited for spring than I was this year because I really missed my mornings of solitude. I missed going to the park, walking that track, listening to my worship music, lifting up prayers to the Lord. Most mornings I was rushing out of the house to go meet with someone or get to a play date, and I just felt depleted and deprived of some good quality time with Jesus. So that brings me to where I am now, which is... The decision to step back from that mom's club for a little bit. I'll still definitely be pursuing certain relationships I formed through it, but I can't afford to make it to every event or even make it to every play date. 
I know what makes me feel most alive and healthy. And there have been seasons where that has been community. But with all the changes that are coming and the way my heart's been stirring, I know that's not what I'll need most this summer. What I need is to connect with the Lord, to get back to that special time when it was just Him and I. And for me, that means getting outside, getting into worship, and finding contentment and peace that doesn't depend on being surrounded by people. I know that it's okay to say no to people in order to say yes to ourselves. Because without our emotional and our spiritual and physical health, how can we be effectively used for the kingdom? We'll just be running on empty. And I don't want to reach that place of emptiness because I know how draining having a newborn can be already. When I first had Tessa, I didn't have the slightest idea of what it meant to take care of myself and especially how to let the Lord take care of me. I spent the first few months of her life just bouncing from one person to another or obsessing over projects and to-do lists because I just needed something to somehow fill me. And what ended up happening is that I became discouraged because I couldn't keep up with it all. Having this baby and especially exclusively breastfeeding was just too demanding. And that's when I turned most to an unhealthy level of social media and checking out in front of the TV, just binge watching. And I'll tell you, if there's every time you have a ton of shows in your Netflix list that you're hoping to catch up on, just have a baby because that is literally all I felt like I had the capacity and energy for. I didn't cook. I didn't clean. I hardly ran errands. I just sat my butt down in front of the TV, held my baby, nursing, letting her nap, and taking a nap myself here and there too. I know that a lot of you mamas, especially you first-time moms, can probably relate, and I don't want you to think that there's something wrong about slowing down in this way, especially when you've literally just had a baby and are still adjusting. But I do want to say, if you haven't realized this for yourself already, that there does come a time when we have to go on living. And those things we're using to check out can become unhealthy habits that don't just affect us, but can affect the rest of our family. After a year of relying way too much on media as a means of getting through my day, I made the decision in January to take a break and figure out how to pursue things that were more healthy for me. Starting January 1st, our church did a 21-day fast, and what was really cool about it is that we all picked different things. Some people fasted from food, others fasted from social media, some fasted from shopping, and then there were also people fasting from things like anger and complaining and negativity. Well, before the start of the new year, I spent a couple of weeks praying through this list of options and ideas that we were given, and I just kept coming back to TV, which, if you know me, is nowhere near as deep or what I would call spiritual as what I would have normally wanted. And yet I couldn't shake the thought that I needed to break away from this habit of binge-watching Netflix and using other people's fictional lives as a means of escape from my real one. So I did it. I fasted from Netflix for 21 days. And this was hands down one of the best things I've experienced in a long time. I saw so much fruit come from this that aside from watching an episode or two at night with my husband, I'm still sort of fasting four months later. I went from watching hours of TV every day during my daughter's nap time when she was playing or even sitting right next to me to watching an hour of TV for myself once a month. And that might sound extreme to some of you, but let me tell you, getting rid of this activity, this habit, has been a breath of fresh air. The Lord has literally been breathing his life into me since I made this decision. It's what's given me more time and space to write, what's renewed my energy for spending time on the floor playing with my daughter, what's helped me get into a better routine of taking care of the house and taking care of myself and pursuing more worthwhile things. 
I've been able to see God's hand in my life more. Not that he wasn't there before, but I was just too busy checking out to really notice how he was wanting to speak to me and move in my life and stir things in my heart. I can't express enough how much that fast meant to me and how much it changed me. And it gives me hope that when this baby comes and I'm forced to slow down, I won't just numb myself like I did before. I will continue to be engaged, tired, but engaged with my family. I will be receptive to the Lord's voice, looking for his little love letters for me throughout the day. And even if I do end up spending a good portion of my day sitting on the couch holding this snuggly little baby, I know I won't lose touch with reality. And because I believe and expect these things, it's not hard for me to imagine that I'll soon be back at my writing. I have confidence that there will be a season three of the Soul Care for the New Mom podcast because I have a better understanding now of what's healthy and what's worth pursuing and how to be cared for by God through it all, through both the chaos and the mundane. Before I end this episode, I want to thank you ladies so much for being on this journey with me. It's been so encouraging to hear what these episodes have meant to you, and it really does give me passion and motivation to keep going. Although it is the end of another season and I'm going to be taking a break, I will still be praying for the same thing for both you and I. And that prayer is this, that we look to the Lord in our day-to-day motherhood and that we let him take care of our souls because his soul care is what we need most in this season of our lives and it has the power to change everything. Thank you for listening.